Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, sitting here with Ziggy Rodriguez. That's me. And we also have Thomas Patrick Dorian. Yes, sir. Uh, so we have got, uh, whew, I don't know what we're, how we're going to do this today, but uh, we have been watching the news and uh, just a lot of stuff going on, certainly within the world, but definitely the Middle East. And always as Catholics, we're very concerned about what happens in the Middle East uh, uh, just because things are, uh, we'll just say, you know, they're very connected to us uh, with yeah. our ancestry, where where we, as Catholics, where the church essentially evolved from, where we came from, what mm-hmm. what our history is. And so, uh, and certainly Catholics are not, um, you know, the Catholic Church is never going to be a fan of any kind of war. You know, it's right. just not, it's just not good. Uh, uh, but at the same time, uh, it's especially uh, troublesome with the stuff that's been coming out of the the Middle East now. Uh, the images that we've seen, uh, there's just been horrific, horrific images coming out of there. Uh, and so we just thought we wanted to do our part just to talk about what's going on. And I think there's a lot of folks that maybe either, you know, they don't know what to think. Some think very firmly or very strongly on one side or the other. Uh, and also, then there's people that um, uh, are trying to take a middle of the road approach and say, "Well, you know, there's a little bit of you know blame everywhere, and you know we all." You know, and it's just it's really difficult to navigate, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really nav- difficult to um, to really see what of this some of this these images that we've seen, uh, and and then to hear you know painful comments uh, about you know what people are experiencing from those who are experiencing it, but then also painful comments from those who have turned a blind eye to some of the egregious and terrible uh, behavior that's, that's taken place. Uh, and it's just, it's, it, it's just not, it's just not a pretty sight. Well, there's already been for years, a lot of confusion and division in the world. And it seems that this is a season where that's really gotten enhanced right. in a big way. Um, and yeah. Well, and then at the, you look at this also, and if you're looking at it from a non, we'll just say a non-religious perspective. Yeah. Politically, it's really troublesome. You know, our world right now, it just seems like we're in this precarious place, right? And so we like have a tinderbox. Yes, exactly right, Tom. And it's, it's it's like we have all these these world powers that are all sort of behind the scenes, like jockeying for position and. You know there there really is now I know every every era of time every society will will claim that like this is the worst time ever you right. know and the end must be near right but you can't help but think about these things with technology the way it is with the uh, the weapons of war that are at the level they are uh and then also put in what Tom calls a tinderbox you know um the the hatred and division that's shown up in the world in the last couple of decades, and it's we're ripe for a terrible world uh, disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've heard it said that like uh, you know, World War One was bad and World War uh, Two was bad, which I agree. 
you know, but a World War III is basically a world ender, mm-hmm. right? Just because of just because of the technology, just because of the weapons of war, yeah, and the size and scope of what would happen, right? And and that's that's terrible. So. On all those fronts, it's a very, very challenging and difficult time. And it's totally understandable why people would want to try to process stuff like this on a on a biblical scale and kind of want to flip through right. things like the Book of Revelation. And be like, where did this happen? Exactly. You know, like, no, and no, yeah. you're exactly right because we're. I mean, we might be looking in the sky and looking for like a blood red moon or whatever these right. things that you see this uh, like these these signs and things like that. And I'm not saying that we're in the end times because I mean, let's we've we've talked about this on this show before, but no one knows the day or the hour, right? Right, and we just we can't live thinking that today is the day, right? I mean, literally, when the day is, we will know it, right? And, and until then, we won't know it. And in any in any given day, you know, this this next moment could be our last, and right. regardless of of you know what it means for the broader narrative of salvation history right and so we always need to stay you know in each present moment uh, in touch with god and and the best that we can and mm-hmm. and it can sometimes be hard to for us to t- stay in touch with god when there's so much confusion and so much division and and you've got a mishmash of both information and what seems to be a lot of disinformation right. as well um and it, it can be really hard for a person to know how to process things yeah. and 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 know how to get to what that, that place that Christians value uh, so deeply, which is that place of, you know, if we cannot have peace in the world, having peace within us, within our yeah. hearts, within the context of the rela- our relationship with God, I mean, th- that's always going to be paramount. Yeah, and I'll tell you, fear is an enemy to that peace. Yes. Right? So when we fear, uh, we don't, we don't, we can't find peace, right? You right. can't live in peace uh, and fear at the same time. Um, I I do want to talk about that misinformation, disinformation uh, that you just mentioned, because I'm assuming there's a lot of it. I, it's gotten to the point now where I don't know that I can look at something and tell whether it's real or not. Yeah. Um, I get a sense that what I'm seeing that's happening uh, with the, uh, the, 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 well, we'll call them what they are, terrorist attacks on Israel, because... Uh, I believe that footage. I don't think that it's all AI generated, you know, yeah. or, or there, there's some claims that people are making. And I, and I do want to, you know, hold a little judgment and say, well, maybe some things will prove to be false, but there's far too many sources of information and sources of imagery and things that are out there now to to think that all of it is. Yeah, and, and here's something that – so. We've got a situation where on on one side there's Israel, and the other side you have Hamas, and I think a lot of people are wanting to mix up Hamas with the Palestinian people yeah. generally, and that's not fair. I mean, Hamas is a terrorist organization and has been a terrorist organization from the beginning, right? And um, they have admitted uh, in the past to terrorist attacks, and there are there's evidence of terrorist attacks, very serious ones here, and terrorism is never justified, you know, no. and and. Uh, you know, Israel has uh, a right to self-defense. Now, we, you know, just kind of pulling the curtain back a little bit. We're having to record this episode a little early. And so this is Tuesday, October 17th. To my knowledge, I'm not saying I'm an expert on the news. There hasn't been evidence. Uh, you know, at this point in, in, uh, in, as the events unfold, Israel is giving people an opportunity to leave Gaza as they prepare for a strike. Now, obviously, if news comes out between now and when this show airs where Israel has done just 
things that we never could have imagined. You know what I mean? That's that then that's different. But so far, there there, there isn't evidence of that. What there is is evidence right. of there's a terrorist organization who has committed terrorist acts. We as Catholics believe terrorism is never justified, and we use, uh, believe that a country does have a right to defend itself with within boundaries. And and so that's uh, that's what it comes down to. But but at the same time, having uh, I think it is important to recognize that trying to mix in Hamas with all Palestinians or all Arabs or all Muslims that is wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and that's why some of the 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 uh, worldwide but 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 also troubling to me is in a lot of a lot of the major cities in the United States you've seen these protests with people flying the Palestinian flag yeah. and cuz again i give them their right to to believe what they believe and to um uh have we'll say pledge an allegiance to Palestine I, that's another discussion to me but it's like I, I what i'm troubled by is the fact that people might think that anything that Hamas has done to Israel on a surprise attack on a Saturday, you know, what they did at a music festival to these young people, right? you know, and, and, and certainly what has happened uh, since then, you know, with, uh, you know, babies being killed and, and women being raped and, and people, hostages being taken, you know, I, I just am troubled that anybody would stand up and say, you know, that, 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 that those actions were good. Uh, and there's been a lot of We'll just say in politics in the United States, there's been a lot of sort of tap dancing around how do we, how do we say things without, you know, offending this party or that group or this group that we're aligned with or not necessarily aligned with. It's a troubling, troubling time. But I just, I, I guess, what I want to do is just condemn that violence and how horrible terrorism is, and it's it's just not. It's not something that's justified. The ends never justify the means. That's Catholic teaching. I mean, the ends never justify the means, period. I do. I do want to read from the catechism because this is this is instructive and I think uh, it's helpful Um, in the section that's talking about, you know, the duties of citizens, uh, what we believe. Now, this is not I I have to remind myself sometimes, but also, you know, the, the listeners that the catechism was not written for the United States. It was not written specifically for uh, for us, for the West. For it's written for the whole world, right? That God created every human being and gave every human being created in His image and likeness, and they all have an innate uh, human dignity, right? And and so this is meant for everyone. Uh, and so I, I just want to read um, this a little bit from a paragraph. Uh, in the Catechism 2243, and, and this kind of speaks to what's going on right now. So when someone says, well, um, Hamas, representing in their own way, right, or, or their own way, representing Palestine, which mm-hmm. this is not, it's not necessarily a reciprocal yeah. understanding, uh, to your point, Sam. But if you want to say that what Hamas did to Israel is justifiable based on what they would call oppression or uh, colonizing or uh, occupation. I mean, these are the words that get used. Uh, but here's the thing. This is what the Catholic Church teaches about, uh, we'll just say, resistance to oppression. Okay? Uh, uh, this Again, this is Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2243. Armed resistance to oppression by political authority is not legitimate unless all of the following conditions are met. One, 
There is certain grave and prolonged violation of fundamental rights. Two, all other means of redress have been exhausted. Three, such resistance will not provoke worse disorders. Four, there is well-founded hope of success. And five, it is impossible it is impossible reasonably to foresee any better solution. Now, those five things, you can look at those, and I suppose there could be a, a serious and a longer discussion about whether any of those five things exists or doesn't exist in this, in this uh, situation. For instance, number one, there is certain grave and prolonged violation of fundamental rights. Now, Israel would say, not necessarily true, Hamas would say, oh, yeah, we've been oppressed and, you know, occupied and, and held under Israel's thumb for, for a long time, and this is grave and serious. I mean, so there is a discussion that can be had there, right? Uh, and number two, all other means of redress have been exhausted. That one, you know, have there been, like, negotiations between Hamas and, and Israel? I don't know that, that there's ever been a time... I think there have been offers made, and I think there have been tied, uh, times where other entities like the United States have tried to broker a peace. Yeah. Well, there. Well, but, I mean, terrorism is aimed at, like, spreading fear among, among the people, you know? So, like, attacking a terror, uh, the music festival and stuff like that, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a terroristic act, right? So, and it's a- not meant to be something where we're, we're, uh, we're using this as sort of like a way to address the situation. Yeah, right. There's right? a difference between, like, what they did at Operation Valkyrie where they were trying to assassinate Hitler. Like, that was a targeted attack. Uh, by German Catholics, um, and that what they, they weren't saying. Oh, we're gonna, just going to go and reign ter- terror among the, the civilian right. population. They they were specifically going, uh, even going against Hitler himself and those who were closest to them. That was a very targeted thing. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the ends never justify the means. And that's we should we could do a whole show right. just on that as a Catholic teaching. But notice in that. In that paragraph, 2243 in the Catechism, it, it, it says that all of these conditions must be met. All of them, yeah. I mean, all of them. I mean, you look at number three. Number three is such resistance will not provoke worse disorders. I mean, I can't think of a worse disorder than uh, taking hostages that and you threaten to kill them, outright killing families, yeah. killing kids in front of their families, uh, burning and beheading and these horrible things that are happening. Uh, you know, and uh, certainly the, the the raping and the and the things like that. But kids at a music festival, yeah. you know, parasailing in and gunning them down, and uh, the hundreds of people that died in that situation. It, it's it's uh, that, that's that's a number three, and I I don't think that you can argue and say, well, this is. This is not, you know, disproportionate, or this is not creating a worse disorder, right? Well, and, and, and it goes down also like taking a balanced view. Uh, so Israel has a right to defend itself, and Pope Francis has acknowledged that. We can share a statement that Pope Francis made in, in calling the world a prayer. Um, but at the same time, he also, as we'll see in the state, let's just read the statement by Pope Francis. Sure. He said, um, he said, "I continue to follow with pain and apprehension what is happening." In Israel and Palestine, so many people killed and others wounded. I pray for those families who saw a feast day turned into a day of mourning, and I ask that the hostages be immediately released. It is the right of those who are attacked to defend themselves. But I am very worried by the total siege in which Palestinians live in Gaza, where there also have been many innocent victims. Uh, And then he says... 
let's see, scrolling down here. Um, terrorism and extremism do not help reach a solution to the conflict between the Israelis and Palestinians, but but fuel uh, hatred, violence, revenge, cause sufferings on both sides. Um, the Middle East does not need war, but peace—a peace built on justice, on dialogue, and on the, pe- the courage to be fraternal. And I, I, I didn't. That's not the whole statement. He said some other things, including that war is always a failure. You know, it's never—it's never a good thing to have war. You know, but he does acknowledge that Israel has a right to defend itself. Now, um, you know, at that point, they're—they're they're, thanks be to God—they're allowing folks to leave Gaza, which is good. And that allows them to focus attention on those, uh, uh, on Hamas themselves. I, I don't think we should necessarily assume that the people who don't leave are necessarily tied to Hamas. They could just be gripped by fear themselves and not wanting to leave their home, and, and you know, but they're not pro-terrorist. You know, so we got to be careful to not just assume negative things about the people who are caught in the middle of the situation. And understand with with Pope Francis that there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of ways in which many innocent Palestinians could could suffer extreme uh, casualties and tragedies, and, and I think probably already have. You know what I mean? But at the same time, Israel has a right to defend itself, and so I, I think the prayer would be: you know, we want this to end as quickly as possible, but have it be directed towards Hamas, towards the people who are actually bringing out these terrorist activities that are never justified. Yeah, absolutely. And I w- we'll reiterate that Hamas. Uh, it, it's a terrorist organization, and as you said before, so plainly, terrorists—you know—they create terror. Uh, they, they operate in a in a, a world of, of fear, uh, and it's uh, never—it's—it's um, it's just never good. Uh, now, I, I will mention—I'll um, agree with you, and all the stuff you just said there, I, I will agree. I don't disagree at all. Uh, but it's it's hard for us. Um, I'll just say it's difficult for me. I'm not an expert at Middle East history uh, and and all the things uh, who's good and who's bad. It's really hard to discern a lot of things, and things have gotten so convoluted. Yeah. Uh, I I do know a couple of things. One thing I know is that 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 God is the one that revealed that uh, the Israelites, that the Jews, were the chosen people. Right, and so there's something about uh, about the the people, right? Uh, our our Hebrew ancestors that we we need to recognize that God saw in them, uh, you know, the the hope for the future, the wellspring of His grace, uh, especially come to fruition in His uh, His Son Jesus, uh, because we all know Jesus was a Jew, uh, Peter was a Jew, Paul was a Jew. All these are all they're Jews. Mary's a Jew, and it's like we look at these things, uh, and we don't want to separate ourselves from that. So there's something about like um, where Israel goes, so goes the world, and we have to be cautious. And then at the same time, I want to recognize that there is no um, there's no blanket acceptance of of behaviors. Just you know, say like anything that Israel Israel does is going to be good, and anything that Hamas does is going to be bad. Right. I mean, you can't you yeah. can't look at it that way. It, it's not even it's not even black and white. Now, I fall on a side that thinks that that uh, Israel has been horribly wronged here, uh, especially in the way these attacks took. But then I'll at the same time say that Israel has a responsibility in its response. And I think this is what the Pope was getting at. Yeah, you know, he doesn't. Lo- 
we don't like war. We don't like when people have to point guns or other weapons at each other and try to kill the other, right? But at the same time, Israel, and as you mentioned before, up to now they've done this, but they have to be very cautious in their response that it's targeted, that it's a strategic. And Because what I've seen is they have been a warning, uh, warning people uh, and alerting people on, on social media and digital means. Um, you know, through sending text messages to the Palestinians that are in Gaza. Um, and they've even done things like they have certain kinds of bombs that will drop on a building that basically are, are glorified noisemakers. Yeah. That when it hits the top of the building, you know that that building in a period of time is going to be leveled. Right. So if, you, if this was a real bomb, it would, you know. You, right. It and it's like, it so it's yeah. please, please, please leave. And and some of the things they've done in terms of like turning off the water and the power. Um, now, what Israel is saying, and I want to believe them, is that they're trying to get the uh, civilians, the Palestinian civilians, out and and to move south. Yeah. Right to stay out of the north because they're they're going to come in. Yeah. And so this is they've done they've done the things that they're supposed to do. Right. And today is the day of fasting. And pr- today, you know, we're taping this a few days ahead of time. O- Tuesday, October 17th, the day of fasting and w- prayer worldwide, fasting, abstinence, and prayer for Catholics. So we pray that, you know, between now and the, when the time that the, air, the show airs, that Israel carries out its campaign, swiftly roots out uh, Hamas and the people who are responsible for the terrorism, but does so in a way that is careful to avoid to minimize uh, collateral damage. collateral damage, especially yeah. with the civilians and 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 like that number three making it uh, making it worse, yeah. right than than the situation and rather than rather than tamping down the problem, uh, essentially you know throwing a match into the in, like gasoline on the fire or whatever making it the, making it worse. Now, in all of this, as horrific as all this has been, and I don't know if you've seen the images, but they're terrible. As horrific as this has all been, and as uncertain as our future, the future of the entire world, you know, with uh, Vladimir Putin, you know, sick, and there's rumors that he's going to be stepping down or dying or, you know, there'll be someone else coming into place and the, the tensions between the United States and China and, and other you know, and certainly with with Iran, there's just a lot of stuff going on here that oh, yeah. could be really, really dangerous. But in the middle of all this, there are still signs of hope, and there's still some uh, beautiful, virtuous acts. Of, uh, let's talk about the patriarch. Yeah, the, in Latin, Jerusalem. the Latin patriarch, Catholic patriarch of Jerusalem. Um, he, which is, uh, he, he has offered to exchange himself. Uh, for hostages that are held by Hamas, hmm. so he has stepped up and uh, made himself available. Say, if, if Hamas is willing to let go of its hostages, I'll step in and I'll allow myself to be taken hostage. Which is just a, br- a it's a beautiful uh, act of heroism. It, it reminds me of like Saint Maximilian Kolbe and his uh, act of self gift, and of course of our Lord. Um, and I'm also, but I'm also reminded, sort of generally, uh, that. Fred Rogers quote. You know, who would have thought that in, in a time like this, right, we're going to start quoting a guy that had a, basically had a children's show. Yeah, Mr. This, Rogers. I don't yeah. know if you've paid it, if the world has paid attention to Fred Rogers, and there's a, a, a movie with Tom Hanks about him, and uh, he's, a, he's a complicated guy, but oh, he's sure. actually a very, very, very good guy, yeah. you know, uh, and we could use his sweater right now, in all right. honesty, right? We could use that coming in and just that peaceful 
that peaceful language, but you were pointing out to me that like this quote that you're getting ready to read from from Mr. Rogers, you know, it it was very very uh, well received and and uh, kind of went viral during the 9/11 time. Sure, yeah. And and what is that quote? So he said, uh, "When I was a boy, and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me." Look for the helpers. You'll always find people who are helping. To this day, especially in times of disaster, I remember my mother's words, and I'm always comforted by realizing that there are still so many helpers, so many caring people in this world. See, he's you know in a in a in a dark time. That's that's kind of a light. All the darkness of the world cannot put out the light of a single candle. Saint Francis of Assisi. Yeah, yeah and and so uh, it's just a reminder. Um, that there is uh, there is a time and there's a um, there is help is a is here yeah right the 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 gospel message is here and now and what we need to do uh, is certainly as a as a people of God we need to pray first and foremost um, you mentioned that today is a day of fasting and prayer for uh, for peace you know in the Middle East and 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 a, a peaceful resolution for what's going on there. Uh, and certainly for all those families that have been injured and damaged, uh, for all the, the loss of life, for, uh, for lives that have essentially been ruined, uh, that we, we need to pray for these folks. And, and Mr. Rogers reminds us that there are, like the patriarch of, uh, of the, the Latin... Patriarch of Jerusalem, yeah. Yeah, right. That, so, that, so what a beautiful gesture on his part. I don't know that they would take him up on that, but just the notion that he's like, you know what, take me. Yeah. And, and let those people go. Uh, you know, the, Mr. Rogers is letting it's like if you're if you're if you're feeling bad, look to the helpers, look to yeah. those people. And because what I think he knows that we would do is we'd look to those people and we start think about motivations and start thinking about then essentially you're going to you're going to hear the gospel. Yes. And you're going to see the gospel. Yes. Uh, so we just need to continue to pray. We need to continue to fast. We need to continue to. Uh, just really, just ask the Holy Spirit in this uh, in this time, this day and age, uh, to um, um, I just to, yeah help to rain down on us. Uh, and I will tell you, uh, certainly, looking at um, the Blessed Mother being a Jew herself, right? I know that she decries the violence that's going on in her homeland, and we need to ask for her intercession in this terrible situation. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. Visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You can also find us on iTunes, or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation one cup of coffee at a time.